This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome into Duval Daily, presented by Jinjag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Wednesday, February 21st. Right now, we're looking at Zay Jones, one of the many potential roster cuts for the Jaguars. This is a team that needs to clear up some space for guys like Josh Allen, Calvin Ridley, maybe some others that they want to bring in. Zay Jones is a potential cut along with a myriad other players that have made an impact for them over the last several years. Cam Robinson, Darius Williams, Brandon Sheriff, Rayshon Jenkins, to name a few. But PFF's Brad Spielberger uh, who does a great job covering the cap for, for PFF over there. He listed a potential cut for every team this offseason. And for the Jaguars, Zay Jones was on the chopping block for him. We're going to talk about that right here, right now. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com shop, pick up some new Duval gear. So, like I said, Spielberger listed Zay Jones as the Jaguars potential cut candidate. He could have listed a bunch of guys, as I mentioned, but he mentioned the nearly $4.2 million the Jaguars would save in cap space in 2024 by parting ways with Zay Jones. Also points out the emergence of Parker Washington as a reason the Jaguars could move on. I'm a big Parker Washington fan. I don't necessarily think that his emergence is a reason that they would move on, but I definitely think you know, if they did move on from Zay Jones, the fact that they do have a Parker Washington to go out there and compete maybe makes them feel a little bit better. Um, I think that there's also the injury that, that Zay Jones had this past year that's a little bit concerning. He battled through it, tried to come back, couldn't quite get right. Um, and the multiple off-field incidents throughout his career, right? He had a situation, domestic situation this past year, obviously had the meltdown several years back. Uh, but on the field, in my opinion, is what's most important when you're evaluating Zay Jones because he is a good locker room guy. The players like him. What has Zay on the field provided for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Some of the most memorable moments and, and big plays over the last couple of years? Sure. Some of the biggest grabs in the end zone? Sure. Absolutely. But also inconsistency. Drops have been an issue. Injuries plagued him in 2023, and when he tried to battle back through those injuries, did not look anywhere close to the same player that you were used to seeing from a physical and athletic standpoint. To me, overall, when you look at Zay Jones's body of work in Jacksonville and throughout his career, he's an average-ish wide receiver three. If he was your fourth receiver, I think you'd feel really good. As a true number three, though, again, I think it's fine, but not great. Now, considering Evan Ingram is in place at tight end and he's really more of a receiver, I think you can make more of an argument that Zay Jones is the Jaguars' fourth receiver if they do decide to or figure out how to keep Calvin Ridley. Uh, but do you want to be paying a fourth receiver as much as they've been paying Zay Jones? I think there's a lot of different ways you can look at this. And I think bottom line is the Jaguars do need to clear up cap space. They do need to get cheaper at a lot of spots. They have some built-in options to replace players. But if they do want to move on from Zay Jones, I think it's going to mean that they are keeping Calvin Ridley. 
I think it's going to mean that they're going to end, not end up paying for a bigger player, a bigger name uh, as a wide receiver three. Like I don't think that they're going to move on from Zay Jones to try to upgrade the position and spend more money at the position at wide receiver three. I think it's to allocate more resources to Calvin Ridley, and you're already paying Christian Kirk a lot and Evan Ingram a lot. I don't think they're going to go get a Gabe Davis or someone of that ilk to come in and be your wide receiver three. I think what they might do is take a low-risk swing and also add to the position in the draft. I could be wrong. Certainly, if it was me running the show, I'd be looking at every possible opportunity to upgrade this roster, especially the receiver core, because you know, you've got to have better, better production from those guys, better play on the field from those guys than you did in 2023. To me, again, they are not moving on from Zay Jones to make way for an upgrade at wide receiver three, rather trying to get cheaper to give those resources to Calvin Ridley. I think there are some players in free agency that make sense in that regard for the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, You know, potentially trying to find a cheaper replacement who could play at a similar level to a Zay Jones. And I think most of the guys that I'm going to mention here catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. They would be fighting for that third wide receiver spot, you know, kind of fourth receiving option in the passing offense with a Parker Washington, with whatever rookies the Jaguars decide to bring in um, in this 2024 draft class, which is a very, very deep wide receiver class from top to bottom. It is really impressive. But let's look at some free agents that I think that Jags could bring in, get cheaper at the position, but still have some level of consistency, um, you know, at wide receiver three. I think Cedric Wilson from the Miami Dolphins, uh, Cedric Wilson Jr., Doug Peterson has seen him play a lot, you know, going back to coaching the Philadelphia Eagles, playing against him in Dallas. This is a reliable player, has decent speed at his size, six foot two, doesn't drop a lot of footballs. I think he makes a lot of sense as just a steadying performer on the back end of your wide receiver room. KJ Osborne. Uh, certainly, Phil Rauscher has some rapport with him. They were both in Minnesota at the same time. This is a guy that never really dropped anything before the 2023 campaign, did drop a bunch of passes this past year. Maybe that negatively impacts his free agent market, but just a very good route runner who gets open at a high level. He's got a little bit of bulk to him, can break some tackles, make some people miss. I think he could certainly add something to your room. Looking at a guy who Doug Peterson coached, in Philly, and I've talked about him before uh, as a guy who has a free agent connection to the Jaguars, Quez Watkins. This is a wide receiver I'd be excited about. Again, not somebody who you're going to bring in to be a featured role in this offense, but this is a player who shouldn't have a huge market. Doug Peterson drafted him in Philly in the sixth round. Uh, He's got burners very fast, does not drop the football. He can be a vertical threat in your offense. I think that that could be a reunion that makes a lot of sense. Quez Watkins back in a Doug Peterson offense. Again, he can absolutely fly and open up the field. I would love to see that. And he's a young, young player still, you know, only 25 years old. I think that Watkins would bring a speed element. The Jaguars are, are missing a little bit, quite frankly. 
I think another player kind of in that same mold is Nick Westbrook-Akina, a little bit bigger than Quez Watkins. The Jaguars have seen him play as well, up close and personal the last couple years, can get open deep, can get open vertical, create some spacing for your offense. He will block well on the outside for you. I think he makes some sense. Hasn't been the most reliable with his hands over the last couple years, but the more he's been featured, the better he has performed in terms of uh, being a reliable target. Noah Brown is the final guy here. Uh, Been playing with the Cowboys and the Texans last year. Like Zay Jones, he's put some footballs on the ground, but he is capable of playing at a high level, brings some size to the position for you, 6'2", over 210 pounds, certainly not going to break the bank. These are the type of receivers that I think really do make sense for the Jaguars, and if I was picking between this bunch, I'd be most excited about a Cedric Wilson Jr., a Quez Watkins, and then a K.J. Osborne for the Jags. And again, I don't think these are players that are breaking the bank. I don't think they're players that are coming in to uh, provide huge roles in this offense. They're coming in to really compete for a role in this offense with a Parker Washington, with a rookie that comes in. Um, Because the Jaguars, I do think that they're going to do their best to bring back Calvin Ridley. I think Calvin Ridley wants to be in Jacksonville. The Jaguars want him here. I do think he could have a, a, a much better, much more consistent year in 2024 than he did in 2023 with another year in this system another year just playing football right was out of the game for almost two years you have Christian Kirk who's going to be your slot star Evan Ingram who's going to work the middle of the field a lot as well so I think that there's some pieces in place here you just got to get some more depth quality depth in this group and maybe Zay Jones does stick around right it's not like $4.2 million is a massive cap savings, and we know the Jaguars have really valued what he's brought to the team when healthy. So we'll see how it all plays out, but that's kind of my analysis of this Zay Jones situation. Again, PFF's Brad Spielberger tabbing Zay Jones as the Jaguars' potential roster cut. There are many potential roster cuts here in Duval. We will see how it all plays out over the next couple of weeks. Really appreciate y'all tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Y'all have a good one.